0: You're listening to the best of the New Day. Feel the power on Spotify. It's a new day. Yes, it is.
1: Welcome to the greatest podcast of all time, which is entitled The New Day. Feel the
2: power. Baby. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I am Xavier Woods. And I am Big E.
1: And me? I'm Kofi Kingston. Thank you for joining us today on our very exciting very fantastic and very humble podcast yes very humble yes very my belly's full from all the pride i swallow what (laughs) (laughs) it's lonely island they're really good Okay. Yeah, it's a song. I'm so humble. It's a thing. Anyway, today's <laughs> special guest on our show is a lady who we love to hang out with. We. She's so fantastic. She's a a woman of many skills. She's got hella accents on her. She's able to wrestle. She's able to manage. And she's able to whoop Kofi Kingston's narrow
0: behind in some oh, video games. Now hold on. We sec- got Zelina wow. Vega. Oh my god! So hey, go- Zelina. That's, thank you, this is a hell of an intro right there, thank you. Wow. accurate, very I mean, accurate as even well. Even if untrue, very. I mean, it was going so well, we had the whole zen with the tone into the humble intro, and then we talk about Zelina's accolades, and I'm up here and I'm cheering her on, like I always do, I cheer her on, you know what I'm saying? And then you end it with a lie.
3: Well, not necessarily. I have
0: been, I think it is one, two, three, four. four times actually. Oh, here we go. We get right him up, into go. this. Hold them up. We're go getting for. It. It. We we get right each is, you know, four is a very special number for me. You know, I throw them mm-hmm. up especially in playing Madden when we get to the fourth quarter and I got so much uh, the 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 arthritic fingers. You know, I can't throw them up, but I've been to the fourth quarter so many times I just throw them up anyway because that's the kind of endurance that I that I wield. But right. uh, I, mean, I can't believe that we're going. Is that where we're going already? I thought this was supposed to be like a peaceful conversation. You know,
3: that's is how I know that you're lying is you're stuttering. You're like, oh, oh, oh well, mm. is that
0: where we're going? No, that is where we're Wow. Going. Oh, and now <laughs> she's coming at the way that I speak? Ma'am. Ma'am. I'm flabbergasted right now that I would be in assaulted. By my own partners, you know. Uh, I, I'm just wondering how much you paid them to uh, to to assault me verbally like this, for them to besmirch my character by them saying that I would lose in a video game to you.
3: <laughs> oh, wow, there's that big laugh he's working on. Great. <laughs> Great.
2: Pitiful.
0: This quarantine, man. It got people working on all type of skills. You know, Woods working on his comedy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. His stand-up comedy talking about Zelina Vega going to beat Kofi Kingston in video games. Come on, now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
3: Speaking of working on things, I've actually been working on Mortal Kombat. Just, you know, the game I beat you in four times. There we go. That one.
0: Why don't we? Go, why don't you tell the story about uh, the, how how you beat me in Mortal Kombat, and then I'll tell my version of the story, which is the truth. <laughs> um,
3: I believe we were sitting. It's really really simple story. I mean, we were at the Mortal Kombat 11 reveal party, and we were there and playing the game, and I picked Scarlet, I believe, and I don't really know who you picked because it doesn't really matter. But I, I beat you like four times in a row. It's crazy. Four times. So yeah, and, and the And thing. the weird part about that, the weird part about that is, is like, you know, <laughs> you scum, the you see, footage. You, you popped the brakes <laughs> on me?
2: She did. She the did. The brakes on me? Yes, yeah, she did. Yes. <laughs> on my own show? Real okay, casual no, no,
4: no, like too. I'm gonna let you Yeah, oh, okay.
3: the uh, footage just so happened to be gone. I wonder if you had anything to do with that.
0: Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that you're done before I just tell the truth about what happened The truth.
3: You said it's very they simple. Proceed.
0: So, Zelina, uh, you, so first of all, we were what was called uh, labbing, okay? Mortal Kombat 11, had just came out. They had all different types of characters, new characters. Scarlet came out. Uh, you know, they had Sub-Zero and Scorpion and all of these new characters and everything. And we were labbing. For example, I don't know if you've ever uh, played sports, you know, uh, wrestling for example is a is a sport where you practice you get into the wrestling room and you have matches you have drills you know i'm going to let you take me down i'm going to let I'm, you you i'll take you down i'm working on my double leg and my single leg that's what we were doing we don't keep score in practice it's when you play on the grand stage that you that that, that, that that's where it counts you know we were we were just we were practicing. We He's stammering again, ain't he? Yeah. He's stammering. He's I'm stammering. Oh, I'll stammer now. I'll stammer. <laughs> I'll stammer. You know, we were practicing. Uh-huh. And now I find out days later that you were actually keeping score. And first of all, I don't think that you even beat me, even in practice. Even in oh, practice. Oh, I sure did. Me, oh, me, I, I sure wasn't, did. Me, me, I wasn't keeping score because I was labbing. You know, it wasn't the right way. I was getting familiarized with these, these new characters. That's what I was doing. But for you, you were over here trying to keep score. And mind you, oh. hold on now, hold on now, I'll let you finish, hold on now, I'll let you finish. You gotta let me finish too, okay? The number has changed, because before it was you beat me one time, then it was you beat me two times, then you beat me six times, then you beat me four times. But which one is it, Zelina? And number one, show me the receipts. What do Whitney Houston say? Show me the receipts. Show me the video footage. Show me the video footage of you beating me. I got a lot of video footage of me beating you now if right. you want to talk about video footage, I got a lot of video footage
3: beating me. right I just a think lot. it's weird I just think it's weird that when I do beat you four times, I've never seen six um, but when I do beat you four times, all of a sudden the footage is gone, which is weird because I've asked I've asked quite I've asked quite a few times <laughs> now. Where the footage was, and all of a sudden it's gone. Weird th- Weird thing, though, I'm not the one in, whether it's wrestling or video games or whatever, the things you listed, uh, I don't call myself Mr. 24-7. You do. Mm-hmm. That's your thing. That's your thing. Yeah. I wouldn't take your yes. thing. Yes, but, yes, You couldn't. Correct me if I'm wrong, but 24-7 means 24 Hours a day, seven days a week. So that means you have no off season, which means there is no practice. Yes. You're on so, all the time.
0: so you said, correct you if you're wrong, and I will go ahead and do that because the origin, if you've been following on the show with where 24/7 came from, was when I beat Xavier Woods uh in a game of Madden by a score of 24 to seven on the one of the initial games on Up, Up, Down, Down. That's the history. I know you probably don't. You probably don't study if it's like anything like Mortal Kombat. You don't study the rules. You don't study. You don't study uh, the moves. You don't study your techniques. You know, so you probably don't of your history either, you know? So the history behind Mr. Mm. 24-7 was when I beat Xavier Woods by a score of 24-7, to 7, okay? My initial name was Superfly, and I changed it on the spot! Off the cuff. Idea. It was, it was. The names, I got a lot of aliases, you know? Mr. 24-7, a.k.a. Mr. Gacho, as in what? Don't act like you don't watch the show, finish the sentence, Selena. Gotcha. Mm. And you got got on the sticks, on more than one occasion, on more than one occasion, people listening right now, all you got to do is type up Kofi versus Zelina or Mighty Minx or whatever she wants to call herself on the channel, and you Thanks will see, change it. You will see. You will see. See what? What I just said. I thought there was more too. I thought there was. <laughs> more I was more. Yeah, I thought there was, what two. was too. <laughs> what I just said. What, just
1: yeah. Oh, wow. We actually, I've just been sent a picture oh. by our uh, fantastic producer, one Dan Reichert, and it is of you, Kofi, and you, Zelina. We're all in cosplay at the reveal, and there's, it's, a, it's a picture of you guys playing, so we can't tell who's winning and losing, but Kofi does look nervous in this picture, I will say that.
0: Oh, I have a bear, uh, my my game face is always one that looks. And if you look at my my wife actually makes fun of me when I play video games because I get like a like a weird face on. But I take my stuff seriously. I take my stuff seriously. Than the face
3: that you're making right
0: now. It's very different. It's very different. Right now, I'm nonchalant. I'm leaned back in this chair. You know, just I'm stuttering. sprawled out, just stuttering. stammering, stuttering, stammering, stuttering, but telling the <laughs> truth. You understand? <laughs> Stammering, stuttering, but the truth is the truth, right. Zelina. If you looked up, so this is why I was so offended when Wood said that Zelina whoopsed me in video games, because I feel like if you were to go into a dictionary and you were to find the definition of the word never, are you familiar <laughs> with that word? Are you familiar with that word? Yeah. Never, never, Zelina. You will never beat me in a video game. You can look up the, uh, the word in the dictionary, and I feel like the example that they would give. Would be Kofi Kingston versus Zelina Vega in video games. As in, Zelina Vega will never beat Kofi Kingston in a video game. I'm a stamp that. I see
3: what you did there. You were like starting a sentence and realized that you couldn't put never in there and you tried again. That's cute. Any video <laughs> game, you
0: know? You will never, you will never, you will never uh-huh. be
3: in a video game. Yeah, have you seen these, these nails though? Have you seen them? Like claws, yeah. you know? Very pointy. So, I mean, I've been kind of working on my own little fatality. So, if, um, if you're willing to do it again, I mean
0: we can just Oh how many try times again. you don't want you're to, to throw, throw to hands? This? You're to throw hands? You're trying to throw that's why see see it's is easier when we're doing this virtually. When I stand next to you, I have to keep my eyes like on a swivel because you I tend know, to I almost you grabbed tend you to get physical. Out. Yeah. You tend to get physical, which is uh so? it's it's a little deplorable. And honestly, it's it's a little I don't know. I'm not, you know <laughs> video game video game etiquette, it's a little bit deplorable. I don't know, you know. So I feel like growing up you might have been the kind of person that would pull a controller out when you were losing, you pull the, the, the controller of your, whoever you're playing, you pull it out of the system so they couldn't play anymore. You know? Just because you're imagining whole,
3: things, don't mean you know me. I'm just saying,
0: okay. I, I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. And here this, I am providing this platform, providing this platform for people to get to know you. I wanted to have you on the show, Zelina. Oh, did you? I wanted did to you? have you here. It was, was me, you? it was my idea. I said, you know as Zelina, she has an amazing history. I used to watch her come around as an extra several times. She was a rosebud, the Bumblebee Rosebud. She used to do all this and then she finally got a job. You know, I was happy for her. That's what I, that's the mentality that I came with. And I'm being met with all this venom and this malice right off the jump, Zelina. Do you understand why I'm hurt? And now you're making fun of me for the way I speak. You're making fun of my stutterings, (laughs) Zelina, in front of the people that came to see me on my platform here, Zelina. It's sad.
3: Somebody give him a Grammy, it's so good.
0: So I'm sorry. A, a Grammy. No. Let it. I was gonna say. Gr- I was gonna say. Grammy. Let it go. I was in gonna say. Quality, I go was. And, and I. That's the kind of person that I am, as I didn't even say anything about <laughs> it. That's
3: because you didn't think of it. I they turned heard. the
0: other cheek. <laughs> I turned the other cheek. I turned the other cheek. This, ladies and gentlemen,
1: when we talk about the in betweens at work of <laughs> life being very hurry up and stop. Uh, at, at work in the entertainment industry, it's always like that. And so there are times where, when we are in that stop formation, where we play video games and this, this unedited version of the argument between one Zelina Vega and one Kofi Kingston, on up, up, down, down, you get like 10% of it because it's normally this That's times four. We just, everybody walks into the room and they just know they have to be quiet because this storm will eventually <laughs> pass. But for now, you're going to be in the eye of it. <laughs>
3: That's also true. Do you remember when we were uh, I think we were just all in a room and we were just talking, uh, Kofi and I, and he said something like, test me, or something, and I was like, what did you just call me? And you started recording. It. I saw you in like, the corner <laughs> you started <laughs> recording. Because you just went,
1: for no reason everything was fine. Then there's this sudden shift because of one
0: phrase. It's- uh, what sets her off? Got, got her calling me a ramen noodle head.
3: Oh my god! A ramen noodle head.
0: This is my hair. When the cameras what? go off, my hair still looks like this. You can't call That's me. That's your fault, not mine. You can't call me that. You can't call me that.
3: <laughs> oh no! Thanks. Sometimes I can't control. What comes out of my mouth? That's not my problem. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did, did did that skill, which I think is a good one at times, did that skill help you uh, get to where you are today?
3: Honestly, I don't know, because I feel like for the longest, I just tried to bite my tongue. Yeah. And then when I finally just, they said, just talk. I was like, a word? Okay, cool. And then I just did. And they're like, oh my God, we love that. And I was like, you sure? because <laughs> once I start, it's
1: not easy <laughs> to stop. <laughs> no, don't quit. It's <laughs> no. like, so, so cool saying like, uh, you know, he saw you as a, as a rosebud and things like that. And obviously like, like we were, we were connected and through video games and things like that, meeting, and, and Um what was it like for you? Cause you were friends with so many people like in the company before you got signed. So what was that like? Cause I feel like a lot of times someone who's coming into a new company or any new job anywhere, like it's like going to a new school, you have to kind of find your friends and see how people are and how to navigate the waters, but like you were already cool with everybody. So what was that like when you ended up getting signed?
3: So that's, I've never been asked that before. That's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's weird because my first tryout ever was in 2010 uh, at FCW with AJ and Naomi, like Norman Smiley and Steve Kern were like the, the ones running like the, the tryout. And just from then on, like the Usos, like I just, I became friends with everybody and we just kind of kept in touch for the long as I had known. I think like the, do you remember when they had the shows and they bring like someone from the main roster, like so that week they brought Matt yeah. home and I'd known him for like ever at that point. So uh, that also made the tryout easier for me. And then fast forward, I had tryouts almost every year. And it was just like, no, you're too this. No, it's too this. And you know, then I just try to change whatever it was that I was too. So it was like, oh, your endurance isn't up enough. Okay, next year I came back, tried to up my endurance more. Oh, you know, uh, try your hair blonde. I remember when like the thing was to make me blonde because uh, I reminded them of Trish. And they're like, oh, go blonde. And uh, during my rosebud time, that was when I was blonde. But it was interesting because i felt like i i don't want to say was there already Mm -hmm. but especially during the rosebud time i always felt like it was so easy because everybody made it so comfortable and everyone was so welcoming to me that it just felt like home and i felt like i'm supposed to be here like i know i'm supposed to be here and i just never took no for an answer
1: is having that experience with people like feeling comfortable uh, at that level, because for, for people who don't know, when you're an extra, uh, you know, on a on a wrestling show, you know, they they come near to your town. They're going to have a raw or smackdown there tonight, and you happen to be a local independent wrestler, and so you might send an email like, "Hey, you know, if you need any extra hands, I got you." And so that's kind of how a lot of us got in by getting seen and noticed through through doing that. But doing that is a very stressful experience because, if, especially if you don't know anyone there. It's like the height of fear, because here's all of your peers, people that you want to work with at a place that you want to be at, and you don't know how to act. You're not sure who to talk to, um, but 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 with it feeling so comfortable when you would come around, is that one of the reasons that you, uh, you know, stuck to it and wanted to make sure that you actually, you know, made it here?
3: Partially, and I think because... You know, Joey Mercury was someone that always fought for me. And it was because I remember Tommy Dreamer, I always call him like my wrestling dad because he was always looking out for me from day one. And he had messaged, he sent me the screen cap. He sent Joey Mercury a text saying, so he is going in there today for a tryout. Um, She's the next, mind you, I don't feel this way, but he was putting me over. (laughs) He was like, she's the next Trish meets Lita. She can do it all. She needs somebody to believe in her. Like I believed in you. And he was like, all right, I got you. And then from that on, like he was every time it was like, Hey, we're going to be in Virginia. Can you drive there from New York? And I was like, yep. And I did it. I drove like all the way to Carolina. Like I just could for as long as they'd have me was as much as I was going to be there. And I made myself available and it was whether it was spending more money than I was making just to be there. I, I didn't care at that point. So it was, I felt like I needed to be there. And I also felt like I wouldn't have been fulfilled in life if I didn't make the WWE.
0: Going off of what you were saying earlier, too, about like you knowing that you wanted to be there. What, the, and the reason why I think you stood out to me was because you were very comfortable and like talking a lot of times. And like we talked about earlier, it's very nerve wracking to be an extra. You know, you don't know what to do. You're nervous about doing the right thing. Did you shake all the right hands? You know, um, but a lot of people because of that will kind of like be in their shell. And I thought every single time you came around, I feel like we, you know what I'm saying? Like we knew each other, you know, like (laughs) I've seen uh, a lot of your work before, but then like meeting you in person, it was almost like that friendly connection was, was there. And I think all of that is because you are, you weren't scared to put yourself out there and to just have a conversation with somebody and just be yourself, you know? So to me from the opposite end, it felt like, yeah, she belongs here too. You know, and I think a lot of it is related
3: (laughs) to, you know what I mean? Like just like the
0: way you carry yourself and, and whatnot. Yeah. So, I, you know, it's it's important to kind of
2: carry yourself that way for sure. And I think you also found the balance too, because like wrestling, getting into wrestling can be so hard because if you're perceived as being too comfortable, then mm-hmm. people say, oh no, she thinks she's already made it. Let's right. get her out of here. But if you're too aloof, if you're too shy, people think you have an attitude or you're not doing enough to reach out, but you were really able to find that balance of being comfortable enough but being and being confident, but also having a level of humility. So that could be so hard to navigate and you found the right way to hit that very small window.
3: Well, that's because I let you in a little bit. And then when you realize her it really was, you're like, oh
4: my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look how sharp her nails are. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. Oh. And like, no, these
3: are super cool. I want to see them. No, I just, I think that, you know, but with me, it was very, I, I was nervous the whole time. I mean, something, and not a lot of people know this, but something embarrassing happened every single time I got there. So I was like, well, nothing else could, could be worse than this. So I might as well just be cool, like, you know, because I'm not even joking. So, so the very first time, very first time at a tryout, I was walking next to Dean Malenko. And uh, I was so wowed by the fact that I'm like, wow, I'm talking to Dean Malenko. Like I watch him all the time. I love Dean Malenko. I was so here with him. I didn't see who was coming this way. And uh, I am four foot nothing, as you know. And this person that I walked into was, God, I don't even know how seven foot something, uh, the great colleague. Yeah. <laughs> so if you can gauge where,
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh no, where oh, I hit, oh no, <laughs> yeah, no. so there was that. It's just, I... it's just
1: oh no, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh
3: <laughs> no, almost like a thing. Yeah, oh, uh-huh. what are you
1: what do you even do? Oh, oh sorry sorry uh see see you later. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh no I I said. <gasps> I'm so sorry. And he was like, No, I didn't see you down there. And I was like, I didn't see you up there. He
1: <laughs>
3: <time."> oh, <laughs> the weather. Uh- yeah. And <laughs> Dean couldn't stop laughing. He couldn't even hand me like the thing I had to sign. He could, he was laughing so hard. I was like, Well, <laughs> that's cool. I'm never working. <laughs> <laughs> Very first thing that happened, I literally just walked in the door and that happened. So I was like, I can't get any worse than this. so I might as well just be cool with everybody. So, yeah.
1: I'm honestly surprised you didn't get a contract right then. Yeah. <laughs> just for me, because he laughed so hard. I'll oh, just sign her. Oh, she's hilarious.
3: I, oh, my God. I also feel like if I would have gotten signed that young, I probably would have been a completely different person. I wasn't ready for it. I mm-hmm. think I had to, because it took me eight years to get to WWE. Wow. So it's like, it, uh, seven or eight years. Yeah. And I'm like, if I would have gotten signed it, 19, I I wasn't ready for it. And now I think that because I had the time to go to Mexico, go to Japan and kind of, you know, progress as a person and as a, as a performer that, that definitely helped because I, I was so, I was a baby, you know, when I, when I went to FCW for the tryout, I remember walking in there, like my little heels and thinking I was all like cool or whatever, only 19 years old. and (laughs) uh, Dusty was like, Hold on, does your mom know you're here? (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, she does, she's outside.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she's waiting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
3: So yeah, I've had some fun experiences of my child. So that's not even the worst. Okay. But it's it's part of what like I I fell one time in catering in front of everybody, um, onto edge. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Yeah.
3: I was like, oh yeah, no big deal. Just Edge, random, you around. Know. I didn't see the wet floor sign next to the coffee because I was just like, well, I'm, I'm sitting in catering and I just finished eating. So, what am I going to do? I'm either going to get fat or I'm just going to get a bunch of coffee. What <laughs> am I going to do? So, I just kept getting coffee and I slipped and I fell into him. and I was like, oh no and he's like well at least now you can say you fell for me
4: huh
1: so now now I'm hoping that the thread stays of anytime something embarrassing happens you're next to someone who loves dad jokes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like, and yeah. is that guy oh, completely completely
3: uh, and again that's not even the worst it, it every year I'm not even kidding as I had one like it was like 2013, 2014. Like I always had like a tryout and I kept going. And then the Rosewood thing it was weekly.
1: So yeah, it was, it was a lot. I wanted to touch on a second, the, the idea that you brought up of, of being happy that you didn't get signed so early as you were so young. Cause um, I feel like a lot of people deal with that, you know, at a young age, you're just like so upset when you don't get a call back, you're like, no, I've been like really busting it. Like I'm, I'm in shape. Like, I'm doing all this stuff. And like, I keep hearing no, no, no. But then once you finally get there, if you get the opportunity to, like you realize like it wouldn't have worked. 100%. Can you, can you talk about that a little bit? Cause like I, I definitely felt that in, uh going, going through college and, and wrestling and being upset that I didn't get picked up by WWE, but then getting picked up by TNA. And then post TNA realizing I'm glad I had this experience because now I know how to act here.
3: You know, and if you talk about that a little bit, yeah. And it's funny that you brought that up, too, because I think being in TNA, being able to work with, you know, Matt and Jeff and Dreamer mm-hmm. and, you know, AJ Styles. I and mean, I've known him forever. He he was part of my training. Like I was still when I got to TNA, I was still only two years in. So I was still learning and he was helping me a lot every time like TV came around. I was always training with him and, and Sarah Stock. So but I, I was too young. I, I didn't really think about the future. I thought about right here, right now you know, I I look good. I feel good. Like, why can't I I be here? And I remember being at the tryout and asking Norman Smiley, is there anything else that that I need to show you guys or anything? He's like, no, I think you're good. I think, you know i think we got what we needed and i was like okay cool so i felt really good and i was like okay cool i'm gonna get to leave this it's gonna be so great and i got a call from canyon uh no 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 it wasn't canyon it was ty bailey, uh,
0: bailey. Uh, Remember? Right. yeah
3: yeah, I, ty. Uh, yeah yeah ty bailey and he was saying um yeah you know like maybe just spend some more time like you know on the independence getting whatever it was that he was saying i i just heard no and i just heard ooh, after that yeah i i was just so i was like uh-huh yeah okay." And then I just started bawling my eyes out. Like, I was so brokenhearted that I didn't get there. And I, I don't know what came over me, but I, I looked in, like, there was like a sheet that they gave us, and it had everybody's number on it in case we, like, got lost or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I looked up, I was like, okay, Norman's smiling. And I called him up, I was like, Norman, they said no, and this, and I'm crying, and I'm crying. I'm like, this is it. They're never going to hire me, and all that. And he was like, no, 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 no. This isn't a no forever. This is just a no for now. He's like, take the notes that he gave you and we'll also give you some notes. And here's how you can, you know, work towards the next tryout and just keep doing it. And he, you know, told me his story and his journey with his career. And I was like, I can't believe this. And he's like, you're going to, he's like, if you want this, you have to really fight for it. And you have to just take no for an answer and just keep coming back no matter what they throw at you. And I was like, damn, okay. He's like, if you really want this, you just you got to do it. Eat, sleep, and breathe this. Do it, and I was like, okay, all right, I'm gonna do it. And then every year since then, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna, you know. And then fast forward, once I actually got to the performance center, I was in Norman's class finally, and I was like, wow, do you remember Whoa. when this this was a thing?
4: That's crazy. <laughs> I was like, like, man, it took
3: yeah. I was like, it took seven, wow. eight years to get here, and now I'm finally in your class, and it was such an honor to be in there with him. And he's he's by far one of my favorite human beings in the world, but he had been such a he fought for me every tryout. I remember when he said he was like, There'd be, you know, maybe uh two people that said yes and you know, two people that said no, and you know, one other person said yes, and we were even. And he's like, I just kept fighting for you each and every time. And uh it was really cool to finally be in this class and the performance center. But had I I feel that had I would have gotten uh, signed back then, I wouldn't be Selena. I right. wouldn't I wouldn't be this package that I am because I wouldn't have got the experiences from, you know, TNA or like I said, Mexico, Japan. Like I wouldn't have had those experiences to help me grow or the many no's to help grow that, you know, next layer of skin, next layer of skin that I needed to -hmm. to deal with how everything is today.
0: That's one of my favorite things in the world is when, um, so we talked about this with Woods and people who just have the drive to go out and do what they need to do because some people will take no for an answer and then they just go off and they don't get to even like sniff their dream anymore. Oh, they told me, no, that's okay. You know, or they keep coming back and they're the same as they were when they left. So for you to take the initiative to go out and not just go, you know, Uh, all over the nation but just to go like internationally you know go get experience in Mexico go get experience in Japan like for me one of the things that I regret the most um, is not being able to have those international experiences you know Um, and it's awesome to go perform internationally under the WWE umbrella but I would have loved to have had the experience to go to Mexico to go to Puerto Rico you know do it while you're on the independent scene and you know you're worried about like how much money you're making you know what I'm saying like it's just (laughs) I feel like it makes you appreciate so much more When you get to where you where you are destined to be, you know, so and then this, you know, again Another reason why I wanted to like have you do this because like for all the time that we've known each other We've never actually had this conversation So I know bits and pieces of your story But Mm -hmm. I I don't know like the little nuances and and the details and all that because all that like it just intrigues me you know to see (laughs) like your performance uh, now You know what I mean? And and there's obviously a history there. So I think the problem too is you can't get past your bickering, uh, which can go on
2: for an hour to actually get to know each other as human beings. Mm. So this is a nice life lesson that maybe you You know, know? after the 30 minutes, let's cap it there and actually talk. But uh no, you, you have like the like Kofi said, you have the best story, the most inspiring story, because it's crazy to think you were you trying out 10 years ago like I was gonna ask were you 12 then like that possible? <laughs> <laughs> <Were> you, <laughs>
4: there's,
2: there's no way you're not like in yeah. your early 20s right now um, so uh, that's pretty incredible that they let you try out so young but yeah I remember because I was starting out then but uh, it was yeah. crazy just how long we've seen you at these tryouts in these towns over the years And you did it and look at you now
3: Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. speaking of history though i actually really did meet um andrade back in 2011 in mexico when i wasn't um i was with tna so i i i want to say where was it oh cmll i was working Mm -hmm. at a a cmll and uh, i met him back then never did i think that all (laughs) these years later (laughs) that we would be you know partners it's such a I mean, when I think about it, it blows my mind because I was like, wow, this is cool. Oh, you're, you're cool. Oh, wow, you're really good. Okay, let's have them. We're we're eating. Okay, this is great. See you. However many years later, wow, okay, we're partners. That's insane. Right. And they they were trying to come up with the story of like, oh, say, say you've known him since blah, blah. I was like, no, I really have.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: it's legit. I really have.
2: I was just curious because I know, like, you wanted to wrestle for a while. And I've just been curious about, like, you've been a valet. And the great thing is, I feel like you're presented as this very strong woman. You're a leader of men. Like, they, they come to you. Like, this is, so I was just, like, I'm con- just, it's interesting to me when your dream is to wrestle, when that's how you started, how has been transitioning into being a, a valet? How's that been for you?
3: So this is a really funny thing. <laughs> I have always loved Paul Heyman, right? Loved Heyman, Sherry, Melina, loved him. But I never thought that I was going to be, like, I would use them for character things, but I never thought that I was going to be a manager. I just, it, it wasn't something that was in my mind. And then I remember having a conversation with Hunter about, you know, where I was going to be with Andrade and what was going to happen there. And he was like, yeah, you know, I, I know you want to wrestle, but I really think this pairing is amazing. And I, and I think we should start here. He said, it doesn't mean you're never going to wrestle, but I think just let's, let's try and work with this and see what happens. I remember it was like uh, maybe a year and a half or a year in after Andrade and I had been together. He was like, um, remember I said you weren't going to work in a wrestle? Just kidding. Uh, you're main eventing to NXT tonight. Oh, yeah. And today's your last night. Oh, yeah. And by the way, you're going to
4: SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> so I
3: was like, what? <laughs> so yeah, I, I do want to have my time as a wrestler. That's not something that I've given up on or have abandoned in any way because I do love when I get to go in there especially when we do the mixed tags, it is so much fun. It's so much fun. I remember just recently, it started out as a tag match between Austin Fury and Angel Garza and the Street Profits. And then I got involved and then Bianca came out and then it was a singles between her and I. And then it changed into a six man. But it was like, number one, we didn't even know that was going to be the case. We found out like as it was happening. They're like, oh, you got gear, right? I was like... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what? okay. And luckily I always bring it because I, this happens to me all the time. But yeah, we, we knew about it as it was happening. And then Bianca and I had never really touched. So it was just kind of throw together see what happens. And it was great. I mean, she's amazing. you know. But it was so much fun. And I, I felt like, wow, I'm getting the best of both worlds here. I'm getting to be a manager at the same time of being a wrestler. And it was the perfect little combination. But I think my favorite was when I got to work with Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae uh, at NXT. Like I felt like Hunter is such a mastermind and he knew from like, he knew, I want to say from the beginning of when we, when we got together all the way to the end, he, he wrote this like perfect story for us. And it was like, you know, we got together, we had our matches, whatever. And then when we were finally moving up, we had, you know, our last match, Candace and I, and then uh, Johnny and Andrade got involved and it ended with us having the uh, Johnny submission on both of us at the same time. We both tapped out. So it, it just felt like the perfect little storybook ending, you know, but building to that was was amazing. So I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I'm giving up on, on wrestling because I, I feel like I want to have that time as a wrestler, but I also want to build myself as a manager enough to get people to care enough to want to see that. You know, even if you think about Lana, right, like she was a manager first and to the point where they were chanting for her, they wanted her so bad. And then she was able to to go into wrestling. Like, I want to get to the point where, you know, the fans care enough to want to see me in that role and then we'll go full speed with it. But It's got to be the right time.
1: I think that a lot of people don't really recognize that all of the time that as a a performer who is able to be skillful enough with the microphone to be able to manage, but then also to be able to wrestle, you're able to use your minutes on TV, not bumping to get over, to get to the point where when you have a match, you don't have to start from scratch to get people to know who you are and what you're about, whether you're a, a good guy or a bad guy, like, You've already had the time to do like the, the legwork to, to, to get to that point. And so uh, the fact that, that you are in that role of being able to play both sides of the coin, uh, I think just makes you even even more of a threat because a lot of times people are either good at wrestling or they're good at talking, but you being able to have the ability to do both and now getting signed in your more adulthood, more mature, yeah. mature enough to understand where and to use these skills. Uh, it's, it's been awesome watching you get to, to this point that you're at right now.
3: Thank you. Thank you. It's been a hell of a journey. I'll say that, yeah. but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, going from like, uh, uh, Oh, to now like screaming at people is nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally screaming at people.
1: <laughs> Question. We're going to pause real quick. Cause uh, I think, there's like, a, Dan, said, Dan was saying there's like a TV on in the background? In
3: some yeah, I, I just uh, texted Tommy about it. It was, uh, he's playing um, God of War. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same time. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Dave, did yeah. you get my text?
4: Tell him, I'm a, trail. Okay. <laughs> a <trail>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: talking to you, but you can't hear them. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell him we said we love him.
3: He, they yeah. said they love you. He, he said he loves you too. Oh
1: So speaking of Alistair, so you guys have a uh, YouTube channel now, huh? We
3: do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: What, what kind of <laughs> stuff are you guys doing on there? Let them know.
3: Um, so it's called A to Z and you literally get to see everything from A to Z. It's going to be, you know, us getting tattoos on the road or uh, us playing video games or us playing with our cats. Like I said, now they get to see a little bit of us in, in reality. I, I was told a while ago, you know, you have to find a good balance between keeping up Selena on Twitter and Instagram or whatever, but also keeping Thea very much alive in that aspect too. And I think YouTube is kind of the the place where they can go for more Thea, you know, but I just find it interesting because sometimes I'll be like, oh yeah, you know, me playing video games and oh my God, look at my Pokemon stuff. And I just bought a new Pokemon mask and blah, blah, blah. And then the very next tweet is everybody's jealous of me because I'm the dopest. I'm this. <laughs> you <know>? so, yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah,
1: whatever yeah. accent you need, you got to Pop it out.
3: You know, it, I just did it yesterday. Actually, I was trying to freak out Billy, and every she was talking, and she was like, "I don't know what she said," but she's like, "Oh, you know, thank you." And I was like, "Oh, thank you." And she's like,
4: "Why are you doing this?"
0: <laughs> it's just it's
3: with them. They have such a strong view. Thank
0: you. No, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's spot on. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I can't. Spot on. I tried so hard, I cannot even almost come close. (laughs) Any kind of accent. You've got like 15 in your arsenal.
3: I don't even know why. Oh, you know what? I lied. I do know where that came from. I used to prank call people when I was a kid. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like
2: like (laughs) friends or strangers?
3: Oh, both. Both. Yeah. I was bad.
0: Surprise, surprise.
3: I know, right? Shocker. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, and then also, I will say this: whenever you're staying at a hotel, they're never mean to someone with an accent. Ever. And whenever I want a late checkout, I put on the accent because they always give me a late <laughs> checkout. I swear it works every time. Every time. Especially when I was uh, rooming with like someone who like, you know, wasn't like it was Kayla or something. She's like, what do you do? You got it till two o'clock? How? How? <laughs> hello um i'm just calling because you know i'm not feeling good and i'm thinking that you know i have to get so much work done and i just i can't concentrate And i'm just thinking it'd be really really great if you had like a two or a three o'clock you know checkout out time it'd be so so amazing of you <laughs>
1: You're gonna get very it every, impressed. Time. <laughs> I'm very impressed. every
3: time. Every
1: you time. Every time. You can have a six o'clock checkout with that. <laughs> you know,
3: because I've tried calling like, "Hi, hey, um, hi, blah, blah, blah I would love to get a late like, checkout. Do you guys have that available? Because they're be like, "No." <laughs>
4: okay, well, maybe you
3: didn't hear me. I asked for a late
4: checkout, and I'm gonna like, call
3: your boss and make sure that it happens. Like, I could go that route, but I'd rather just get it right away.
1: So, so you got an accent for like your kind olive branch <laughs> one and you need to go off. You got the other
4: one. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> I used to, I used to call like, uh, Oh God, this is awful. But, um, my friends and asked for like, if their mom picked up, like, hi, this is Chelsea from, um, PS 33. And I'm calling on behalf of your daughter. Um, we've been having some issues with her in class. She's been really bothering some people and, You know, we're going to have to talk about uh, moving forward. What we're going to have to do about her behavior, and then it would just kind of spiral out of control from there. I'm like, I don't know where this went. (laughs) (laughs) My friend ended up getting in trouble. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Yeah, I'm not proud of it.
1: it. (laughs) So, like, I feel like when you said friends you said you put an s on it like multiple so like (laughs) this would happen your friends would get in trouble you'd be like well can't use it on you or let's get the next one
3: (laughs) yeah and then i would my family members too i mean my grandmother got over it after a while she was just like okay be a hi like this is your you know fourth accent or whatever this is you know and i'm like no god come on i'm bored (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but i used to call my grandmother a lot and just, I don't remember what it, just like random things, just to bother her. And she'd be like, because oh, it's so funny to hear her upset. Like if she's like getting angry with you, she, like I said, 10 times spicier than me. So I would, I would call as like, you know, a credit card someone. <laughs> Hello, is this, hi, is this Maria Padilla? Padilla, or Padilla is how you say her name in Spanish. And she hates it when people call and say Padilla. <laughs>
0: Like Amelia Bedelia? Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) hi, is this Maria Bedelia? Hi, this is Chelsea from the credit card company. I'm just calling because you have a negative balance of $400 and I was just wondering if you knew and if you're aware and if, you know, and she'd be like, excuse me, what the hell are you talking about?
1: (laughs) And you you know instantly, you got it. (laughs) Well, I've I've never met anyone who uh, prank calls their grandmother, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) first time for everything, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) That's, that's unfortunately uh, all the time we got uh, with you. Where can everybody check in with you on socials and all that?
3: I am at Selena, Ve- no, at Selena underscore Vega WWE. It's always complicated because I thought it was one word, but it's not. It's
0: Selena
3: underscore Vega WWE. So and stut- then- Stuttering. A to- <laughs> <laughs> stuttering
0: and stammering. <laughs> I don't know if the mic picked that up, but you were stuttering through that. That's your own information. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Let, let them know where you where they can find you. Sorry.
3: <laughs> and then on YouTube, A to Z on YouTube.
0: We'll have links <laughs> so you guys
1: can click <laughs> and all that stuff. <laughs> oh, uh, <like> socials. <laughs> socials, Kofi, what you got?
0: Yes, um, at True Kofi on the Twitter, at The True Kofi on the Instagram. Uh, e? I'm at WWE Big E on Twitter and on Instagram.
3: I literally feel like I can talk to you guys for hours upon hours. I know, I
0: know, know. Legit.
3: Yeah, but it was super cool to like be a part of this, and thank you so much. Of course,
1: thank you you for coming on. No lie, before we started, I was like, an hour. Are we? Can we talk for an hour? And I don't realize (laughs) how long. I don't ever realize how long we actually talk when we talk, and it's like this. This felt like ten minutes.
3: It did. It really did. That's why when you were like. Uh, okay, we got to wrap this up. I was like, well, I have to, <laughs> I have to say <laughs> I have to
4: tell you <laughs> other things.
3: <laughs> I need to tell you that my cat's names are this. I need to tell you my thing with Kofi. I need to tell you my <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we'll have you on for part two. We'll, we'll, yeah. do, we'll do it again. Yeah, we'll bring there it we back. <laughs> Hell yeah. You can catch me on socials at Xavier Woods PhD. That's Instagram and Twitter. You can catch me on, uh, up, up, down, down on YouTube. And also, You listen to this podcast. You love this podcast. Make sure you're telling your friends about this podcast. Tell them to subscribe wherever they listen to their podcast. Just type in the new day, feel the power, and click the pink picture of the three black guys' faces on it to subscribe. Even if you can't stand us, even if you don't like the sounds of our voice, even if you don't want to hear the guest, you hit and subscribe. It's an automatic download on Monday for your boys. You delete it Tuesday morning. We are all good. Thank you for listening. Have a good day.